Welcome to Word Encounter with Dr. Abiodun Podcast. Thank you for joining us for today's episode. It's my prayer that as you listen to this week's message, the Lord will bless you abundantly. Let's join Dr. Charles Abiodun for today's message. Father, we thank you for another week of coming into your presence and receiving your word. Thank you, Lord. It's another beautiful week of another podcast. Thank you because we know today you're going to speak to us once again like you have been doing. And Lord, the one that you're going to speak to us with, Lord God, is going to bless us. Is going to make us to fulfill your counsel for our lives. That your name will be glorified and that we will keep on fulfilling destiny in the name of Jesus. Thank you for every one of my listeners today, Lord God. Father, let your word reach out unto them powerfully, Lord. Let your word do the work that it, I mean, it, it alone can do that no other man can do. That Father, that work, what will work in their hearts and make them beautiful for you. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Beloved, you're welcome to this week's edition of our weekly podcast. The Lord bless you for being part of today's edition. In Jesus' name. This week we're looking at the topic, God is good. God is good. And our text is from Matthew chapter 4, from verse 18 to verse 24. Matthew chapter 4, verse 18 to verse 24. And I'm reading from the New King James Version. And Jesus, walking by the Sea of Galilee, saw two brothers, Simon called Peter and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. Then he said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. They immediately left their nets and followed him. Going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James the son of Zebedee and John his brother, in the boat with Zebedee their father, mending their nets. He called them. And immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease among the people. Then his fame went throughout all Syria, and they brought to him all sick people who were afflicted with various diseases and torments, and those who were demon-possessed, epileptics and paralytics, and he healed them. Great multitudes followed him from Galilee and from Decapolis, Jerusalem, Judea, and beyond the Jordan. The Lord bless the reading of his word in Jesus' name. Amen. God is good. That's the topic once again. What does it mean to be good? It means to be capable and useful for a particular purpose, to be functional, to be effective, or to be beneficial. God is always good. Everything about him denotes goodness, love, pleasantness, generosity, and kindness. Scriptures describe God in superlative times to illustrate his goodness, and even the works of nature demonstrate his goodness and love. Psalm 118 verse 1 says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Psalm 135 verse 3 says, Praise the Lord, for the Lord is good. Sing praises to his name, for it is pleasant. And Psalm 147 verse 1 says, Praise the Lord, for it is good to sing praises to our God, for it is pleasant, and praise is beautiful. Hallelujah. And when you go on to read Psalm 111, if you read the first eight verses there, that's verse, verse 1 to verse 8, 
says, Praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord with my whole heart in the assembly of the upright and in the congregation. The works of the Lord are great, studied by all who have pleasure in them. His work is honorable and glorious, and his righteousness endures forever. He has made his wonderful works to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion. He has given food to those who fear him. He will ever be mindful of his covenant. He has declared to his people the power of his works in giving them the heritage of the nation. The Lord works of his signs are verity and justice. All his precepts are sure. They stand fast forever and ever and are done in truth and uprightness. We can see all, I mean, these verses illustrating God's goodness, God's love, God's majesty. Oh, hallelujah. God is love, beloved, and is full of love. Our God is a God of love. In fact, he is love personified. He's an embodiment of love. Everything about him is love. Everything he does demonstrates his love. In 1 John chapter 4, verses 9 and 10, we read, In this, the love of God was manifested towards us, that God has sent his only begotten Son into the world, that we might live through him. In this is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his Son to be the propitiation for our sins. And 1 John chapter 4, verse 8 says, He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. Jesus came as a revelation of God's goodness. No one has seen God, but Jesus came for all to see and to see the Father through him. He demonstrated to all whom the Father is. In John chapter 14, verses 6 to 9, Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. And from now on, you know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father, and it is sufficient for us. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you so long, and yet you have not known me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father. So how can you say, show us the Father? <laughs> That's Jesus there. Since Jesus demonstrated the person of God, that implies whatever we know or whatever we can learn about Jesus we give us an insight to whom God is. The Bible makes us to understand that Jesus was good and that he went about doing good. We see that in Acts chapter 10, we read verses 38 and 39. It says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. And we are witnesses of all things which he did both in the land of the Jews and in Jerusalem, whom they killed by hanging on a tree. Jesus was full of the Holy Spirit, and he was all over the place doing nothing but good. And that's what you will continue to do in your life, beloved, in the name of Jesus. God was in Christ, doing great and mighty things, healing the sick, setting the captives free, restoring sight to the blind, giving new limbs to the lame and hearing to the deaf. Oh, whatever is your need today, I pray the Lord will touch you and that need will be met and you will have a beautiful testimony of the Lord's goodness in the name of Jesus. In Matthew chapter 4, verse 23, we read it, and Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease among the people. That's the good work Jesus was doing, demonstrating the goodness of God, demonstrating the love of God. The revelation of God through Jesus can, 
you know, be seen in our text. That's Matthew, the Matthew chapter 4, verses 18 to 24 that we read. It reveals certain things about the goodness of God. And we're going to look at them. I classify them into three. So number one, Jesus revealed God as loving through his I mean, ministry. He revealed God as loving. Number two, Jesus revealed God as powerful. And number three, Jesus revealed God as very accommodating. Let's look at Jesus revealing God as love, as I mean, a loving God. We see that in Matthew chapter 4, verses 18 to 22. We read that earlier. I said, Jesus walking by the Sea of Galilee saw two brothers, Simon called Peter and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. Then he said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. They immediately left their nets and followed him. Going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, in the boat with Zebedee, their father, mending their nets, he called them. And immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. We can see here that Jesus revealed God as loving. Number one, by calling the disciples in unto himself for mentorship. Number two, commissioning, <clears throat> commissioning them into God's service. And number three, committing them into the power of the Holy Spirit. Say Jesus revealed God as loving. By one, calling the disciples unto himself for mentorship. Two, commissioning them into God's service. And three, committing them into the power of the Holy Spirit. Jesus revealed God's love in choosing the disciples to mentor. He invested his anointing and time into them and turned their lives around for good. He turned ordinary people into great instruments of power and righteousness by his power and mentorship. God is still doing the same today. It doesn't matter your state or status in life. When you come to Jesus, you receive a new lease of life. When you come to Jesus, you become a vessel of honor and an instrument of righteousness in his hands. He will mentor you, he will groom you, and you will become great in his hand. You will become terror to the kingdom of darkness, and you will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Hallelujah. Number two, Jesus revealed God as powerful. Matthew chapter 4, verses 23 and 24 says, And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogue, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease among the people. Then his fame went throughout all Syria, and they brought to him all sick people who were afflicted with various diseases and torments, and those who were demon-possessed, epileptics and paralytics, and he healed them. Hallelujah. So Jesus revealed God as powerful through, one, teaching the word, two, preaching Salvation from sin and three, healing of sicknesses and diseases. Jesus demonstrated for all to see that all power belongs to God. He saves, he heals, he delivers, and he restores. Hallelujah. Nothing is beyond him. And this is the reason he has in Jeremiah chapter 32, verse 27, Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Nothing. Beloved, I don't know what you're passing through. There's nothing too hard for God. He is a good girl. He will do it. He heals. He delivers. He restores. He will save you. He will heal you. He will deliver you. And he will restore you in the name of Jesus. In Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 to 20. St. Jesus came and spoke to them saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, 
I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. Hallelujah. So all power belongs to God. All power belongs to Jesus. So you have nothing to fear when you belong to God. Because God is good. He will make his, his power available to you. God is still in the business of saving, healing, delivering, and restoring. If you come to him today, whatever needs is touched in your life. He will surely touch it for good, and you will never be the same again in the name of Jesus. Amen. And then number three, remember we're looking at God, at the way Jesus demonstrated God's goodness, the revelation of God that we have through Jesus. Number three, we say Jesus revealed God as accommodating. That's Matthew chapter 4, verse 25. Great multitudes followed him from Galilee and from Decapolis, Jerusalem, Judea, and beyond the Jordan. Jesus revealed to the people that God is loving and and very accommodating. He accepted all who came to him and never rejected any for whatever reason. He accommodated all. Even when the Pharisees were of the opinion that he should not associate with the so-called sinners. Jesus was never discriminatory. Hallelujah. John chapter 8, verse 1 to 11 John chapter 8, 1 to 11. So when Jesus went to the Mount of Olives, now early in the morning, he came again into the temple. And all the people came to him and he sat down and touched them. Then the scribes and Pharisees brought to him a woman caught in adultery. And when they had set her in the midst, they said to him, Teacher, this woman was caught in adultery in the very act. They said to him, Teacher, this woman was caught in adultery in the very act. Then they said, Now Moses in the law commanded us as such should be stoned. What do you say? This they said, testing him, that they might have something of which to accuse him. But Jesus stooped down and wrote on the ground with his finger as though he did not hear. So when they continued asking him, he raised himself up and said to them, He who is without sin among you, let him throw stone at her first. And again he stooped down and wrote on the ground. Then those who heard it, being convicted by their conscience, went out one by one, beginning with the oldest even to the last. And Jesus was left alone and the woman standing in the midst. When Jesus had raised himself up and saw no one but the woman, he said to her, Woman, where are those accusers of yours? Has no one condemned you? She said, No one, Lord. And Jesus said to her, Neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. That is Jesus for you. He is good. Demonstrating the goodness of God. He will always accommodate everyone. He will ne- is never discriminatory. If you come to him, no matter how sinful you have been, how sinful you think you have been, how terrible you think you have been, he will accept you. He will cleanse you. Hallelujah. Oh, he told the woman, neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. When you come to Jesus, no matter the depth of your sin, he will say the same to you. Neither do I condemn you. And he will give you the power to go and sin no more. In the name of Jesus. So God will never cast you away, no matter how bad you may think you are, or how deep you think you are in sin. John chapter 6, verse 37 says, All that the Father gives me will come to me, and the one who comes to me, I will by no means cast out. Hallelujah. Beloved, today, if you will take the decision to go the way of the Lord, to accept him into your life, he will surely accept you, and will not cast you away. Because John chapter 1 verse 12 makes us to understand, say, as many as received him to them, he gave the right to become children of God to those who believe in his name. If you believe in his name today, if you accept him into your life today, you will be given the authority, you'll be given the power to become a son of God, a daughter of God, a child of God. 
in the name of Jesus. Oh, beloved, God is good, and there is no evil in him whatsoever. He is altogether light with no outer of darkness. He is always willing to manifest God's goodness to all. Yes, God is willing to manifest his goodness to all. Oh, but you must be willing to receive that goodness and position yourself for it by believing him, inviting and accepting Jesus Christ into your life and situation. When you do this, you can comfortably leave the rest to God. For he is a good and faithful God. He will not fail you. He will not disappoint you in the name of Jesus. As you are there, you have not known Jesus as Lord and Savior, and you want to take that step right now, a bold step, courageous step, oh, to know Jesus so that you can begin to experience the goodness of God. I want to encourage you to take that step right now, even as you repeat these words after me with a sincere conviction, sincere heart, and declare it, and the Lord will come into your heart. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today to confess and repent of my sin. Forgive me, cleanse me, and make me your own. Fill me with your spirit and help me to live for you. I severe my allegiance to the devil and choose to live for you from today. In Jesus' name, amen. Let me pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I bless your name, O Lord God, for my brethren, O Lord, for your children that have taken the bold decision today, O Lord God, to come to unto you. They've acknowledged Jesus as the Lord and the Savior of their lives, and they have invited him into their hearts. Lord Jesus, I ask, O Lord, that you will not cast them away. You will accept them, O Lord. And you will come into their heart by your Spirit and begin, O Lord, to live through them, begin to direct their lives, begin to give inspiration to everything that they do in the name of Jesus, that every power of the enemy that they have cut every allegiance, O Lord God, with the Lord God, be broken in the name of Jesus, that the devil will have no influence over them anymore. And Lord, having put their hands to the plow, they will never look back. They will never turn back. They will never go back to their vomitors. They will never, Lord, oh, turn back into the world of sin in the name of Jesus. You will strengthen them by your spirit, Lord. You will keep them. You will pull them. You will help them. Oh, Father, and you will see them to the end. That at the end of the race, oh Lord, they will receive the crown of glory that you have prepared for all who remain faithful in their work with you. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your name forevermore. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Beloved, I want to appreciate you for taking that bold step. And I want you to know that that's the greatest miracle that can happen in any man's life. That's a miracle of salvation. Right now, the Bible says you are a new creator. You're no longer the same person. The old things have passed away. You have become new. And I want you to join a Bible-believing church around you. Begin to fellowship with them. Begin to worship with them. Begin to grow in the Word of God. And let the Spirit of God begin to build you and inspire you onto greater heights in Him. And as you do that, oh, you begin to experience the goodness of the Lord. And it shall be well with you. In case you need any further inquiry, you want any clarification, you want any spiritual help, please feel free to contact us on the address, on the email, on the phone number, on the email address that will be given at the end of this podcast. And the Lord will keep blessing you in the name of Jesus. Before we close the podcast, as usual, we want to have part three prayer points and quickly we do that now, and then we bring the podcast to a close. Our first prayer point here says, My Father and my God, let your goodness continually overflow in my life. Let me not lack your favor and goodwill in life. My Father and my God, 
Let your goodness continually overflow in my life. Let me not lack your favor and goodwill in life. Prayer. My Father, my God, let your goodness continually flow in my life, continually flow in my home, in my ministry, Lord, in the lives of every one of my listeners. Let us, Lord, not lack your favor and goodwill in life. In the name of Jesus, let your goodness continually overflow in my life, Lord. Let me not lack your favor and goodwill in life. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. We're going to pray. So, second prayer point says, My Father and my God, destroy every power of the enemy trying to prove you a liar in my life. Let your good promises concerning my life be established. My Father and my God, destroy every power of the enemy trying to prove you a liar in my life. Let your good promises concerning my life be established. Prayer. My Father, my God, destroy every power of the enemy trying to prove you a liar in my life. In the name of Jesus, let your good promises concerning my life be established, Lord. In the name of Jesus, let your good promises concerning my life be established. Be established in the name of Jesus. Destroy every power of the enemy trying to prove you a liar in my life. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Finally, we're going to pray to my Father and my God. Make my life an open testimonial of your love, favor, and goodness. Disappoint and disgrace every power awaiting my failure and shame. My Father and my God, make my life an open testimonial of your love, favor, and goodness. Disappoint and disgrace every power awaiting my failure and shame. Prayer. My Father, my God, make my life an open testimonial of your love, favor, and goodness. In the name of Jesus, disappoint and disgrace every power awaiting my failure and shame, Lord. In the name of Jesus, disappoint and disgrace every power awaiting my failure and shame. In the name of Jesus, make my life an open testimonial of your love, favor, and goodness. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Father, we thank you. Bless your name. We give you glory once again for your goodness. Thank you, Lord, for the privilege you have given us to receive your word today. Pray for everyone, O Lord, of my brethren who have, Lord, had your message today. Let your word build them. Let your word mold them. Let your word groom them. Let your word make them the people you want them to be, that they will fulfill destiny in the name of Jesus. Pray for them, O Lord God, that your goodness will never cease in their lives. You are good, O Lord God. You will continue to be good to them. You continue to uphold them. You continue to help them. You continue to strengthen them, O Lord God, in the name of Jesus. They will never have any reason to regret following you. They will never have any reason, O Lord God, to want to go back into the world because they will keep experiencing your goodness all their lives in the name of Jesus. And you shall be well with them. Beloved, I pray for you that in this new week, the Lord will be with you. The Lord will keep you. His countenance will be upon you for good. His peace will be over you. In the name of Jesus. Oh, everywhere you go, his favor will be with you. You will enjoy the goodwill of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. His protection will be all around you because his angels will watch over. You're going out and you're coming in. And no evil will come near your dwelling. Because where you dwell, the Lord will declare the land of Goshen. Where no evil is permitted. In the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Thank you, beloved. It's been beautiful interacting together with the Word of God today. The Lord bless you really good. Until we come away again next week, remain blessed and keep loving Jesus. Believe you've been blessed by today's message. For inquiries and further spiritual help, 
You can reach Dr. Charles Abiodu on plus two three four eight zero nine six two three seven three zero zero plus two three four eight zero nine six two three seven three zero zero or you can send an email to World Explorers Ministry at gmail.com. Till we come your way again next week, remain blessed and rapturable.